Well, that, of course, how it sounded five years ago. And we're hoping for another one of those calls and, frankly, expecting another one of those calls. Maybe not quite so dramatic at the end with the game hanging in the balance, ball in the end zone, trying to see if it's going to get knocked down or not. But our next guest played in that football game and it holds a distinction, unique distinction, of that being the last football game he ever played. Went out as a Super Bowl champion, of course, for about a decade, a fantastic tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. We welcome to the show Mr. Brent Selleck. Hey, don't Brent. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good, man. Super. Brent, always good connecting with you. Brent, you hear that audio, man, and, of course, these guys are going to try to scale that mountain in a couple days. Um, what are they going through right now? I mean, it's Monday. It's media day tonight. What are they going through in their minds right now? I mean, I think they're just trying to get through that media day and get to the practice field, get back to game plan, you know, what they know, get on the field. I mean, I, I just remember when we were up in Minnesota, it was so cold outside. There were so many people around the hotel. Like, our, our only escape was the practice field. Mm-hmm. So, I think they can't wait to get back out there. You know, we as fans, uh, I think we're more nervous than they are, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. When I was in that position, I wasn't nervous at all. And now that I'm a fan, I'm like, you know, super nervous. I was telling Kelsey the other day, like, man, being on this side, like now I see how the fans feel. It's different than being a player because you can control the outcome as a player. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the craziest question you've ever heard asked at media day? Um, I don't know. There was, there was just so many people there and they're asking so many different questions, random questions. I, it was all a blur to me. I just couldn't wait to get out of there and get back to the hotel. Brent, I, I did not I did not enjoy that time. Wow, interesting. <laughs> I, I've heard others say that. Brent, that week when you get on the field, so you say it's kind of your salvation in the sense that it's, your, it's your, your, your time as a team really practicing. Could you practice normal, or was it less football when you're trying to make it football? No, it was all football. I mean, uh, you know, looking back on it, like I, I was very impressed with the fact that it was so much all about the football. And there was, you know, none of the parties or anything beforehand was a, was a distraction. Like we had one job to do. And I think the guys that are on this team now, they, they understand that. I mean, yeah, you've reached the pinnacle, but you haven't gotten there yet. Like the only goal is to yeah. win this game. Nobody remembers, you know, who loses it. Brent, you mentioned the nerves for you now, you know, uh, you know, as an alum, you refer to yourself as a fan. What makes you nervous about this game? Well, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. You got two great teams going at it. Um, do, do I have faith in our team? Yes, 100%. But, like, in any football game, uh, no matter who you're playing, anything can happen. So, you know, you just, you just hope for things falling our way and – um, there's going to be some moments in the game where, you know, we're in tough spots and, and we got to come through it. So, you know, again, like when I was a player, I didn't feel this because like you're a part of it. You, all you have to do is do your job and do it to the best of your ability and you can help, you know, affect a win. Um, but now as a fan, it's just like, you just, just cheering them on. So I think that's where the nerves come from. There was a statement made last week. I don't know if you heard it. Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the 49ers talked about how the Eagles got lucky that the 49ers were planning on taking advantage of something about our defense, but then they weren't able to do that because their quarterbacks got knocked out of the game. What do you think they were planning to take advantage of? Uh, I, I 
don't know. Only he knows that, and I don't think he shared that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, listen, every team is going to game plan for the Eagles, just like we're game planning for the other team. Like, you know, there's going to be some things that they do to try to expose us, and we're going to do the same thing to them. And it's like, who can adjust? You know, who can call good plays in the right time? Who can make plays at the right time? You know, it's it's football. Like, yeah. That guy's sitting on the sidelines right now, and he's, he's salty about it. Those and, inju- the, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. like we, we also got lucky in 2017 when Julio Jones didn't catch that pass in the end zone. Like you need some luck. It's great. Right. Now we just got to go get the job done. How is, every game's a new game. How is this 2022 better? Uh, how is this team better than the team that won the Super Bowl? Um, I think every team's different. But, but but I would say, like, you know, the strength of this team was similar to the strength of our team. You start with the offense and defensive line and being able to run the football. And yeah. I think, you know, obviously they're really good at that, able to stop the run. They can do that, you know. Um, so I, I think we're set up similarly. But obviously there's different pieces. There's different personalities. And, again, every team is its own team. This will be the last time this team is ever together. So I hope for their sake they can solidify this and and become a family and and something that, you know, 10 years from now we're celebrating again. How good is Dallas Goddard? uh, He's the best tight end I've been around. Wow. I I hope that sums it up. Uh, He's the most talented uh, in the run game, in the pass game. I mean, he's an all-around tight end. There's There's not another tight end in the league that I would look at right now um and and say i would want him over over dallas based on age based on ability you know i love trust me i love travis kelsey i love george kittle but you got a young guy like dallas with his ability i think he's the best young tight end in the game do you think he's the best tight end in the game i hear you on young no question he's the best young tight end do you think he's the best tight end I, i think he has traits to be the best i mean Listen, you can't disrespect guys like Kelsey who have sat there and done it yeah. year after year after year. Um, do I think he can be that? Yes. I, and, again, I, I wouldn't take anybody else because I think over time he's going to show that. Give him the opportunities. That guy's got 1,600 yards receiving. You know, like I think he can have 100 yards every single game. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's amazing. Brent Selleck, by the way, with us right now, Super Bowl champ Brent Selleck. Brent, you've been working with the tight ends. I know on a, what is it, about once a week working with these guys. Um, yeah. Are you, because I'm amazed at how great Goddard has gotten. I mean, I did not see him getting this good. When did you get a sense that this was in there, that he could become all this? I mean, I think I kind of knew it early on. Once, you know, his first couple of years, you could see the abilities there. And then you got to see it in games. And once you see it in games, it's like, all right, the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, he showed everything that he can do. Um, again, it just comes down to opportunities, and he's on a great football team that has a lot of good players around him. Like, um, you know, if they had to rely on him more than they do, uh, he would answer that call. But yeah. we, we have such a good team that it's, it's great. You can spread the ball around, and, you know, you can take miles off of his legs by not throwing him so many balls. In the end, it might be a blessing that, you know, he doesn't catch as many balls right now because it's just not as much wear and tear on his body and he can last longer. 
How surprised were you in that uh, 49ers game that they were leaving tight ends to block Hassan Reddick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's that's ever a good idea. But and by the, and by the way, talking. Brent, it wasn't a Brent Selleck, you know, <laughs> guy blocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, listen, sometimes you got to be able to get that done as a tight end. You know, they got to be able to rely on you to be able to do that. Hopefully, somebody can come come back and help. But um, you know, hey, it's hard to block some of those guys sometimes. They're usually bigger, faster, and stronger than tight ends. You just got to use got to use good technique. And uh, it's not always smart to do it a lot. Brent, should he, I don't think many Eagles fans feel this, but I'm curious. Should Eagles fans fear Andy Reid coaching the opposing team in the Super Bowl? I mean, uh, again, I don't think you, like, fear it, but is, is Andy going to have extra motivation? I think that's probably obvious, but that guy has motivation every single game. We're talking about the Super Bowl, you know, like – at this point, it doesn't matter. Whoever wins this is crowned king. So everyone's going to bring out everything that they got and give it all they got because this is it. So does any of that stuff make you nervous? I mean, I don't think so. I think our team's going to be prepared for, for everything. You know, Brent, it's funny. You sound confident. John's confident. I'm confident. I mean, I it's it's a unique feeling here. It, Honest <laughs> to God, I – I thought you guys were going to win in 17, but I didn't feel this. This is um, – people are really, really, really dialed in. Brent, let me ask you this, back to 17. What was it like to win the Super Bowl in what turned out to be your final game in pro football? I mean, it was amazing. The greatest part about it is that I just remember all those memories so vividly because I had nothing after that. So, for me – it's all so very clear still to this day. And, um, you know, I, the biggest thing is I just miss those relationships with those guys. You know, after that game was over, we got to see each other at the parade and, you know, a time or two after that at the ring ceremony. But probably until we get back together again for a reunion, that's the last time you see each other. So I miss that part of it. I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I was able to, be part of the first team to ever win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia and and create what we call a family in, in that team. And um, again, man, I hope I just hope these guys can can do it again this year because two's better than one. Yeah. Brand, I've had my theories on this, but you're you're the guy that's gonna know. And I'm gonna ask you, I'm very curious, why specifically did you wear the Harold Carmichael jersey parade day? I mean, I just wanted to honor the people that came before us that helped lay the foundation for that organization. And for me, Harold was the epitome of that. You know, he was in a, a role in player development, and he taught me the ropes of, you know, being a professional in the NFL. And for a Hall of Famer to be able to do that, like, I, I was so appreciative of it. And that was the only way that I could show Harold, like, dude, I love you. Everything you've done for me, you know, I'm going to take this and pass it on to other people, but I, I really appreciate it. And I think us winning the Super Bowl, obviously, Harold wasn't a part of that team, but, you know, hopefully he felt like that with, with me wearing his jersey. Wonderful. Yeah. Does it, does it put this team at a disadvantage that they are the favorites for the Super Bowl? And how much did you guys lean into the, uh, you're the underdog. We know you had the masks and everything else. 
does it does it worry you at all that this team is expected to win this game and they can't use that as motivation the way that your team did? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, like we used that because that was a narrative that that fit our story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I think that these guys are confident and like again, this is the last game. It, like nothing else matters beyond this, and it's all about just winning this game. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about the spread. Or, or any of that stuff. Even if I'm a player, like, what does it matter? We got to go out and win this thing. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to each one of us on every single play just doing our job. We don't need any supermen. Um, we just need everybody doing their job to the best of their ability. And with the talent that we have on this team, you know, we'll be good. Brett, you got a, uh, a gut feeling on, on, on Kelsey and Fletcher and some of those guys who, who might retire? I don't. I don't. I don't have any feeling. Like you know, I thought Kelsey was going to retire every year for the last five years. So <laughs> I gave up. I, I gave up on that. Um, but but I will say this. You know, this is the last time this team will be the exact same. You know, as it is, like forever. So you know, one of those guys will probably be gone. You know, if 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 you had to bet on it. And so hopefully they can uh, go do it one last time together. And, Make it memorable. It's pretty amazing. I, I think they're going to win another ring, and I think the, the t- you know the town's going to have another celebration. Brent, thanks for being a, a big part of today's show, and obviously thanks for your career as an Eagle, and specifically February fourth, twenty eighteen. Man, you you know you you know Brent. This morning we played audio on Friday uh, from our show, a montage of the Super Bowl, and a, and a gentleman this morning um, saw me you know where where John and I park, and he told me he was listening to that on Friday and he started to cry. And, you know, it's just real stuff, man. I mean, you know, it's like you moved mountains of emotions around here. So thanks for what you did. Obviously, you're one of the great dudes in Philly sports through the years. And have a blast. I know you're heading out to Arizona and working with the tight ends, man. So I'll even say good luck to you and soak it in and enjoy it again, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. It's This still gives me chills to this day when people talk about it. So it's awesome. it means the same to me. Brent, stay well, buddy. Enjoy the game, man. Yep. All right. Thanks, Brent. John. Thanks, Joe. There he is, Brent Selick, of course, uh, Eagles' uh, outstanding tight end three years. You know, it's interesting how they've gone from – because Selick came in in 08. I, or maybe it was 07. They went from Selick to Zach Ertz to Goddard, and there's been like this passing of the torch twice. Um, you know, Brent Selick did something that very few athletes around here uh, have done in, in at least modern times. He went from being a really good starter to a really good backup. Brandon Graham has done that, but you don't mm-hmm. see that often. You know, normally, especially when you're a, I think he made, I think Brent might have made a Pro Bowl or two. Like, usually when you're at that kind of level and you lose your gig, like, like you know, you, you, you go elsewhere. But Brent's one of the, I mean, James, he's one of the few people in recent times who spent his entire career. That's what I, that's what I thought you were going to say there. Yeah. Like that, when you said, what you said, I thought you were going to say he's one of the few, like spent his whole career. Right. And to the point you just made, one of the few, really the only eagle who can say, I went out on top. Yeah. You won the freaking Super Bowl and I peaced out. Like, that's amazing. That's Is he the only thing. one? I think he's the only one from that team, right? Like, at I, least of, uh, certainly the only one who played his whole career. Maybe Donnie Jones? Maybe. But he didn't but play sir, his whole yeah, time here. Yeah, the only one who played his whole time here and retired right after. He's the only one. And let me ask this question. James, you'll, you know, be the second best around here to answer this question. See that shot? Just to get you down. <laughs> um, not counting these guys that are active players like Fletcher Cox, Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jason Kelsey. They can play their whole career here if they choose to. And, you know, 
other than Brent, who's the last guy that played his whole career for a long time in Philadelphia sports? That's a great question. And I'm not no MB like I mean Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Yeah, because he did the minor league stuff but never made it to the majors. Yeah, he did put a Braves Braves uniform. Who's close? He wore a Braves uniform in the minor leagues. Uh, John, does that count? Braves uniform in the minor league. Ryan Howard. That does count. Uh, Wait, count as wearing it or not wearing? He wore it. He wore it. He was in another organization. Oh, so he doesn't count. I don't know. Jason Kelsey. No, but I'm saying other than yeah, he's saying other than those guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's rare. Really I mean, in rare. In this day and age, you just never see it anymore. It's really rare. All right, look, 215. If anyone knows the answer to that, please call us Jeez. or tweet us. I mean, Iverson didn't. Doc didn't. Dr. J was a net before a sixer. I don't know. I'm sure we're missing somebody, but it's – I don't know. Let's go to Bradley right now. Hi, Bradley. What's going on? So right. I called in the Now, day Bobby after Clark the did it. Let me say that. But that's also 40 years ago that he ended. There's got to be somebody since Bobby Clark. Gotta be. All right, hello, Bradley. I'm sorry. Nah, you're good. All right, so I called in the day after the regular season when John was paper bagging it over who we might face in the divisional round. And the question then was, is Jalen Hurts healthy? Can we stop turning the ball over? And can we put points up? And since then, we've scored seven touchdowns combined in the first half, which is more points than the Chiefs scored in both their games. 21 against the best defense in football. And has anyone even realized yet that if we hold the Chiefs to under 23 points, this will be the most dominant defensive performance since the 2000 Ravens and the second greatest defensive performance in the playoffs in NFL history. Does anybody, like, realize that? And second greatest to who? Second Is it the Bears? Ra- Bears? The Bears, yeah. The Bears give up 10 points in three playoff games. Yeah, well, the Ravens, I think, give up 16. He said since the Ravens yeah, and then the and Ravens, could be yeah. second to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, national media is – smoking us and nobody is even looking at that the defense and giving up 14 points in two games yeah i mean it's it's insane well we've so scored more points in the first half the games are over i in know the first half for us. i mean bradley here's where it gets a little complicated at least the way people digest it on one hand you say well san francisco didn't have a quarterback because they were down to basically only a guy that could hand the ball off but then you say on the other hand well the eagles caused that so it's like it's sort of fluky but it's not because they caused it you know, it just it just gets a little complicated in that regard. I mean, obviously, had they not knocked the 49ers quarterbacks out, then San Francisco, you know, would have scored more points. But they did knock them out. Well, and they also went up against the Cowboys the game before, who was supposed to be another one of the best defenses in the NFL. I mean, I just – looking at matchups, the Bengals scared me more than the Chiefs did because the Bengals had way more weapons on offense than the Chiefs do. And pretty much I think it's going to come down to – who turns the ball over less, and who can get after the quarterback more. Well, that's always and a big part, yeah. You know, there's never been an NFL team uh, to make it through the playoffs without a turnover. Uh, really? I Yeah, I read this somewhere. Don't know exactly where. Right now. To win have, the Super Bowl, you mean? Yeah. when we've uh, We've turned it over zero times in the postseason. If we extend that through the Super Bowl, wow. we will be the first team – Who's ever done it? Maybe Super Bowl era. Turnover Wait, didn't he throw an interception against three. the Giants, though? Didn't he throw a pick in that game? No. No, I don't think so. Oh, he didn't. All right, probably oh, give me okay. an answer. You get to ask anybody this on media day. You get to ask anyone in, in sports history a question. You want to get an honest answer. Who are you asking? All right, I'll keep it with the 2000 Ravens. I'd ask Ray Lewis what happened to the white suit. All right, you got it, Bradley. Appreciate the call. Let's talk to Jack in Bristol. Hi, Jack. How you doing, guys? 
Doing great, Jack. Um, one thing, this the MVP thing is bugging me because you see Mahomes with the high ankle sprain and it's a two-point spread. If you flip the script and it was Jalen Hurts, this isn't about the best player because everybody knows Mahomes is. You flip the script and it was Jalen Hurts, that spread would be enormous. And it's kind of like you give Jeff Bezos a thousand bucks and me a thousand bucks. You know, it's value, which I'm not the best, I'm not the richest. He is, but you know, it's it's value. It's not best. And Jalen Hurts clearly is the most valuable to his team, more because if if it was reversed, the point spread would be what eight, ten points. In, in the Chiefs' favor. Well, I don't think it'd be that. It wouldn't be that high, I don't but know about that. yeah, I mean, it's not not going to go up that much. But I just feel like uh, they're voting on best and not most valuable because clearly he is more valuable in every sense of the word. I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is clear. I mean, I, I, Mahomes is an amazing player, Jack. Oh, there's no doubt he's the best. But is or is he putting more value? Because he's hurt, and they still have a, a, a fairly low uh, uh, point spread. I think it would be much higher if it was reversed. It was Jalen Hurts with the Well, it would, it would be different. I'll say this. Oh. I don't think the ankle's playing that much into the point spread. I really don't. I, I mean, I, because he won a game with the ankle, and I think a lot of people saw it, you know, happen. accounting for the extra two yeah. weeks. I, I do think there is some concern about Jalen Hurts not quite being right. You know, all the way up until the, the uh, what was it the the first playoff game where we heard that he's still sore to the touch and yeah, that sort of right. thing. Uh, there have been questions about you know we ran the ball forty four times in both playoff games. Would they have done that? Were Jalen Hurts truly healthy? I, I think his injuries and factor into the line also. All right, Jack, give me a big answer. What would you ask somebody through the years? You okay, get to ask a question. Two-part question I would ask. I would say, Mr. Owens, when you were up on the podium, how sweet was that? And in your mind, were you giving Hitler the finger? All right, Jesse Owens. It's funny. When he said Mr. Owens, I wrote down T.O. I thought he was saying Terrell Owens. He's saying Jesse Owens. At first. That's awesome. 1936 Olympics. Love it. All right, coming up, um, some encouraging commentary about the Eagles' chances to win the Super Bowl. Uh, courtesy of something Shield Kapadia told us last week. We'll play that. We'll rock all the calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. The birds are heading to Arizona, and you can be there to win it all with the Game Time app. Get your tickets on the Game Time app, and you'll get $100 off those tickets by using the promo code RADIO100. You'll see exactly where your seats are in the stadium and even get a virtual view from the seats. It's so amazing, and you'll save that $100 that you can put toward your flight, hotel, or tailgate. Pull up the Game Time app, find the seats you want, check out the view from those seats, and use the promo code RADIO100. Game Time, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.